gentlemen i'm feeling good today so that was quite the opener yeah very 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 upbeat yeah super (laughs) upbeat you know it's because um so the the night before last and the night before that i probably accumulated a total of like four and a half hours of sleep but last night i knocked myself the fuck out nyquil close benadryl nice doubled doubled up (laughs) Well, you had to because you were not meeting the expectations of the Who's recommendations for how much you should sleep. Well, exactly, and so therefore, drug yourself. Uh, yeah, <laughs> especially with shit you can get from Walgreens. Exactly, you know, like because that's it's super useful. And so, do you that's, think it's a good idea in this political climate with the people that we have running for president to uh-huh. drug yourself? Do you think that's safe? Um, <laughs> well, I think I, I've I've already been raped, so I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I sleep face down. I, yeah. you know, I'm I'm fine. Come on in. I'm you. You can't rape I, the willing. I, yeah. No, you can't. That, did, I. <laughs> so I was gonna go somewhere else. I'm just like, uh, I can't. Fuck. Let's not hit bottom right away. Yeah, okay? Yeah, okay. But but I'll, I'll save my next thought then for later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just just you know, let's evenly dose the bottoming out which none right. of our politicians could do even if i was willing if i can find a way to no pun intended <laughs> slide this in later yeah. you guys will know immediately when yeah. it comes out of my mouth you're gonna slide it in or you're just gonna you'll know when you hear it <laughs> you or feel it you, you just slid it in <laughs> yeah. it's never just the tip right no yeah. it's all thumbs <laughs> allegedly digitally penetrated is that like is that like we Did, defend it, analog. Is that, <laughs> is exactly. That a, like, is that like a dick pic? Is, I, I, I see. I'm not even. Digitally penetrated. Because that's just like, that's not penetration. That's zeros and ones, man. You don't even feel that. Oh, God. Unless you're talking about analog digital. And then depending on the, you know, if you're Jimmy Dean. If you're brave enough. Type fingers, then. That's for you, Thurk. You'd, you'd notice. Oh, man. Oh, man. If you're brave enough. Bringing it back. Okay, so now that we've got all the joking out of the way, folks, <laughs> let's we have, get super serious. We have some serious shit to talk about. Super serious. Um, I, I want to talk about euthanasia. Continue. The youth in Asia. <laughs> See, that's exactly what happened to me in my World History <laughs> Two class when someone. And this is high school, long time ago. I still remember it. I can't remember which of the, my fellow students might have been Tracy Martin though um, who stood up and started giving a, a speech on euthanasia like it was a book report or something or I don't know if there were books on that shit at the time and I was sitting there like youth in Asia okay <laughs> children there's only one um, there's and then why family ah <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Well played. No. <laughs> Very fucking well played. But that's not in all of Asia. That's just in one particular, the most populous right, yeah, location yeah. Uh, there. Anyway, uh, it took me a while to figure out that it wasn't Y-O-U-T-H space I-N space capital A-S-I-A. It was a different thing altogether, but that was sort of the topic we got discussing, I think, yesterday just because... Um, 
it seems that there have been a num like uh, we we have a, a an issue in the country. It doesn't. It's and it's and it's a fascinating sort of thing um, that all of these uh, there are many 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 livestock animals food sort food raised and you know farmed whatever raised for meat for feeding for eating for the carnivores among us you have my attention all right um so when they euthanized you know like hundreds of thousands of chickens or millions depending on which source and how how deep into this whole process um we are because it, it uh you know they're ready for harvest they're ready to be uh killed processed transported barbecued right and there's some kinks in the whole transport pro- or the whole that whole process um, that are preventing those animals from being delivered to the mouths of the hungry, and um, and so when they kill them, they do some, uh, and so and so they're just sitting there, and, and chickens they're they're not stopping reproducing, so pretty soon there's not going to be enough room. You can't just turn them loose into the wild necessarily, although that could be fun, um, and uh, so they kill them, they deep populate the ranch or whatever they go farm whatever they call it and uh they do this in a variety of pretty horrible ways the most horrible way apparently is they just turn off the ventilation no shit in the uh coops you know large factory sort of buildings and when they do that the animals just slowly overheat and die from organ failure because um so they first would have to dehydrate first i don't know i don't know that they, they they have to dehydrate but the ventilation is okay. So there's just think this is not like it's live beef jerky. It's not five chickens in a room this size. Right, right. It's it's thousands, thousands yeah. of chickens, no space, and so their body heat actually raises the accumulated, the cumulative and accumulating body heat. Um, apparently, just raises the temperature in the room until they all have a higher than tolerable fever. Essentially, is what happens internally. And so that's that's pretty horrible. Um, then there's some more, you know, humane ways um, to commit, you know, mass chicken killings. Uh, apparently, they like, in you know, fill the room with some kind of foam that's slightly up over their heads. Sounds like a rave. So they just suffocate, or and they just suffocate. They just yeah. play EDM that's, and, <laughs> and <laughs> fill the room with fill the room with bubbles. Foam. They just give a molly until they all overheat. <laughs> and, <laughs> sounds and, sounds and like chem a good lights. exit. <laughs> pacifiers maybe i don't know i've gone back and forth trying to figure out like i I don't know a semblance of like unbiased reporting i cannot find it on this topic anywhere no no it's impossible to find a neutral presentation of the topic and and this is what kind of bothers me is that it has become highly political like but the funny thing is hunger is pretty fucking neutral So it should be a topic about which we can, you know, it affects everyone universally. Yeah. Like everyone goes, you're, you're, you know, you're, uh, whatever uniqueness you have, be it economic, genetic, whatever. But if it's we economic, then it isn't like, and that, like, well, no, it, no I'm, I'm talking about the sensation of hunger itself. Sure. However you get it, however you are exposed to it, but you're a rich person you, and you feel hunger same level. Yes. And I'm not talking about a rich person feeling empty and um, unfulfilled and like a worthless, you know, 
yet moneyed piece right. of shit, that kind of hunger for meaning and love and respect. I'm not talking about that kind of hunger, like actual lack of fucking calories, hunger. It, right. all, all, all human beings, all animals experience it in the same way. We become, like, take it far enough, right before you get really lethargic, yeah. you've got, like, a few good days of being real fucking desperate and willing to do anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I was basically, uh, I'm making um, a statement based on the fact that I don't think any food shortage would affect the rich. No, of course not. Um, they could, but that being said, and, the and rich shouldn't are affect not who us they either. think that they are. And it shouldn't affect us either because I keep seeing these posters around about how we can eat them. <laughs> the rich. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think... I mean, so, granted, they're handmade posters. But. The thing that bothers me is that, like, no matter what the issue, um, the opposing side will take their place and then you don't get any clear definition of what's actually going on. So, obviously, it is very left of center to... Um, want to be not just not just stay home you want to be forced to stay home so it's not your decision you're not volunteering yourself out of the workforce right you are being forced out therefore unemployment uh, yes yeah all the all the all the um oh safety net all the whatever societal safety nets kick in and i also learned we were talking about this the other day whether it was 600 a month or 600 a week 600 a week it's a week yeah yeah yeah, because I wouldn't do anything for an extra $150 a week. Right, so uh, I, your idea of what should happen during this, besides your political bias, you have your employment bias. Yes. If you have a job and you're being paid and you are not you know, needing to interact or actually go, you can work from home, yada, 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 yeah, you you have a certain bias of what you're going to think people should do because you're looking at it through the lens of you're okay. If you yeah, own the, your own no, business, nothing's however, nothing's changed. You know, right. blah blah blah. In fact, you feel pretty righteous. Yes, based on you're all lives. of the choices that you made. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think of that part, but but all it just reinforces the fact that all your decisions that you've made in your past vis-a-vis -vis education. Job choice, career choice, um, buckling down, doing a good job, no, you know, working for the man. All of those things have now, the fact that you are still considered essential mm -hmm. reinforces every bit of behavior in your past. And therefore, you permit yourself, without being conscious of it, to be super fucking righteous mm -hmm. about the experience and conditions every other person might be experiencing. You were about to say, if you own your own business, and I interrupted, so please... Uh, if you own your own business um, and you didn't happen to qualify for the money that is now extinguished for the SBA grants, loans, et cetera, whatever, um, if you have not received Donnie dollars, which I have not, um, if you um, are to the point where literally your business is based off of human to human interaction. Yes. You are completely completely fucked especially now we're running about two months out or whatever From it is when it kicked off yeah. yeah so your idea of like yeah we should risk this is based on the fact that you personally need to risk something because it's all gone like yeah it makes total sense to me that that person needs to like vocalize how they vocalize about their opinion of whether we should have mandatory shutdowns um I don't think anything should be mandatory. I think it should be advised. It should be, guys, this is really dangerous. This disease kills people. If if 
we don't have we don't have a treatment for it yet. We don't have a vaccine. We are unsure how it works in most people. Here's who's at risk. These people for sure should take our advice. Based on what we know. Yes. Which is not much, which gets to another point that I'll get to. I don't understand how that isn't okay. How how just advice isn't okay. How it has to be enforced. And I posted this the other day because it didn't... Why would you be fined for being outside of your house? What does that money go to? It's just another way for the state to make money. And how... Are, are they literally... But are, how are, how would I be expected to pay that <laughs> fine? Secondary, like, yeah. Yeah, and then if you're telling me, well, if you can't pay the fine, you're going to jail, then I'm like, oh, wait, so I'm still going to... I'm like... But they just now you're assuming financial responsibility for me. And then social distancing doesn't matter if they're like, well, we're just going to put you in a jail cell with 30 other people. Well, that's just of like which we've released sexual predators right. to free up the chances that they get sick. But, but God would, forbid you take a fucking walk. But that's OK, because they then made a public warning that these individuals were had been released. Man, it's like running, man. Was that the warning before or after they said we will not be using the police for any of the following crimes? Uh, it would have been after. Okay. Um, but that release was at five or it was seven. Yeah. If I recall, it's in California somewhere. Who who yeah. is surprised by that? Um, and uh, But then they, they basically um, covered their asses by issuing the warning <laughs> that these— these people who are more than likely to reoffend and in a couple of cases already had um are now out and about and um but the crimes that they will commit are crimes that the police are oh good actually um keeping their eye on did they at least release all when of they're the, not giving surfers tickets or you know when they're not busy doing the important stuff they'll deal with the sex offenders yeah did they at least like release the people that are in jail for like twelve years for bogus marijuana charges in a state where it's now perfectly legal? Of course not. Like, Unc- can, we, can we free all those fucking people all uh, over the country? Uncle- unclear. No, because the, the potential for them to have been radicalized in prison is so high <laughs> that can, that if you're that, found out walking your kid down the sidewalk, we'll put you in jail to give you the opportunity to be radicalized <laughs> as well. Exactly. I, so we'll go back to the food shortage thing because I think like sorry. Uh, so there's like this mass meat factory farming thing. This is where I'm also torn. Um, because although the idea of food shortages, we brought up two months ago, yeah, I think on this very podcast, in this very room, talking about how people will really change their tune about cheering on and, and what's essential. As soon as they get hungry, they'll figure out what's essential. Yes. Now, what I don't get about anybody saying that it is unfair to classify um, slaughterhouse employees as essential is that we've classified all the all the businesses that use slaughterhouse products, i.e. restaurants and grocery stores, we've deemed them essential. And you don't hear us like promoting the fact that grocery store workers feel endangered. But this is the exact this is the exact tempo that comes out of of the like the left side of the media talk, like giving examples of this worker feels like, you know, it's an unsafe environment. Cool. Then fucking quit. Like, do you not have autonomy? Like uh, everybody's out of work. Join, get in fucking line. Yeah. What did it go? Was it up to 30 million? Yes. Unemployment. 
I think uh, yeah. or had had applied for unemployment had benefits. applied uh and I think that's that's on top of the first round okay I, I think that's I, I think they it's, re-update it's, that it's a whatever. lot of people out of work that also that so that doesn't count like small business owners who technically still have a business but aren't allowed to operate it right exactly so the number is actually quite a bit higher. Yes, it it just oh, includes people out of work. Yeah, yes. because yes. you can't file for unemployment right. if you employ yourself. Yep. Um, there is some contracting thing that they're opening up, but like the SBA thing, that uh, I mean, this has to be the biggest flop in social assistance of all time. Like the amount of money they injected into nothing is substantial. I would love to see the document that lays out or like the spreadsheet where all the money went from the stimulus stuff to small business. It owners. will never exist. Right, because you'll never be able to see I, it. I can't imagine it happens in the way no, we think S- it would happen. No, the SBA has that as public documents. They have blocked people from seeing who got the money. But it should be available at some point Probably ten years down the road. Yes, when via a Freedom of Information Act yes. um, request. But normally, but it won't do any good by that point right, unless, right. um, you know, um, unless there's going to be guillotinings. Um, we'll get to that. <laughs> so uh, now, that's where my Donny dollars are going. First of I all, I found one full-on functional replica. Really? Yeah, I gotta I gotta spend a little bit more than the twelve hundred. Okay, but do we? I, I'm oh, willing to con- I'm willing to put my shit. my own real money. I mean, we know somebody that's getting into you know working with metal. We know a guy that builds a little bit. I we mean, could just make can a we guillotine. make our own guillotine? Let me look up blueprints for. Can you do a, a DIY guillotine? I'm pretty sure we could. I'm pretty sure we could. And I think the 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 way to the way to do it, like the the I mean. If we're going to televise it, right? We're going to broadcast. The way to do it is put is to put the dull test oh. blade on it first, right? So when the person when it hits their neck, it's just like a severe bruising. Guys, I got blueprints for build a guillotine. Don't forget your knife. And so then we're going. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, that was uh, that <laughs> that was just our you know our our functional test. Uh, oh yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. Oh man, I like God the the way damn. they stained the wood a nice dark color. <laughs> well, you know, stop the blood from staining. You just put that off front. Full and scale, fly the flag 1792 from the top of it. guillotine with pictures. 92 was a good year. <laughs> it just gets better. Um, fuck yeah! Does All it right. come with a basket, or do we need to weave one? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we can find an out of out of work person to weave a basket for us. Sorry, this is like a one time. We only need one. Right. Um, it should probably be about oh diameter. Yeah. Um, here, uh, about four heads in diameter. So there's no chance of it like like falling into the basket and bouncing out or it's got to be high enough so you don't have any um any issues like i believe i believe it was the queen of france i believe it they it, it got away like it got <laughs> chopped off and and they had to scurry after I, I it. Believe oh, that's, no. i believe that's the term <laughs> heads will roll yeah, yes i believe um it, i believe it rolled so i'm kind of torn on the meat packing issue on a couple <laughs> speaking of guillotines yeah speaking of killing things um First of all, I would love nothing more than factory farming to be shut down completely. I totally agree. Uh, like, I, I, I totally understand 
um, that there's a lack of compassion for the amount of people that would starve to death. Uh, i.e. I've taken myself out of that because for the past 10 years I've procured my own meat through like small farms and whatever. I took myself out of that for a couple different reasons. This one I didn't foresee, but now it's just another reason. Reinforcing, making you feel really good about decisions yeah, you've made in your past. Yeah, you're for sure justified. Exactly. <laughs> but I also see like, I mean, this is That's the opportunity. such white privilege. Do you know most people can't afford to take themselves off the factory farming teat? Okay, here's why I'm not okay with my own opinion. Outstanding. Because it falls in line with what I believe to also be a left of center notion that we should become a plant-based society. And I think that's really what the messaging is because they're ignoring the facts of, well, do you want people to starve to death? If you don't, like I'm not against people starving to death, but if you, the media who's compassionate about you know people, you would probably want people to go back to work so we don't have a gap in this thing. Also, euthanizing millions of animals because you can't ship them is pretty fucked up as well. I'm more no, against sh- that I'm, than yes, I am. I'm more against killing them and not and, and yes. then burning them yeah. than I am against killing them, which I'm not, and then eating them. Right. It's a waste. Um and I like I would like to see the whole thing torn down. I really would. But I also don't want to be part of the fucking voice that is it's a very like tech company silicon valley like fucking plant-based is the way to save the earth and that really bothers me i mean it does it it is a it i don't think it's not a lifeboat that would float for very long in terms of saving things Mm. but i also do think it's a bit let's just say that's the I, I I mean, I got I just got to make one joke here yep. because you you did say Silicon Valley uh, on purpose. Yeah, so that's a different valley than Silicon Valley. <laughs> that one's in San Bernardino. Yeah. The, so so the <laughs> the other the other one's like I don't know what is that Brentwood Beverly Hills. <laughs> it's, it's not really a valley, but oh, and pause and yeah, we'll be back. Oh. All the dogs, and after a short pause, um, we are we are back. But you just totally I offline know. hijacked the conversation, and I come I back just, to meat packing. Yeah, we were just. I see talking, what you did there. Yeah, we were talking about meat packing, and then we were talking about you know digital rape, and then we were talking, and now Joe says he didn't do it. <laughs> and he's a very honest just, man so but i just watched some of those tv programs from like 88 ish oh jesus christ there and so, i didn't know he ran for president in 88 i had no clue it, he I, doesn't remember either <laughs> well played uh, but he also doesn't remember plagiarizing not only other politi- yeah. politicians speeches but um <laughs> somebody uh something having to do with his Law school education, where he said he he's got in the top of the class. He's in the top of the class, but then he I, turned bo- out it was sorry. really okay. By top, to, I meant bottom. Okay, but, hold on. He, no, he is a bottom. But the, the problem, <laughs> and that's why he, and then, but he was seventy sixth out of a class of eighty five, and that one particular thing where he got caught actually plagiarizing that particular essay or whatever it was that he wrote, he got an F as a grade, 
and he did not graduate with three fucking degrees and he just doesn't remember that? How in the fuck is that person still in the political landscape? And no, you know, just like no offense, (laughs) but some offense, hashtag some offense, um, to the former president of the United States for choosing him as a running mate, which I see now is a very sort of self-serving to reach a particular demographic, people who plagiarize and lie, because that, that they certainly make up a big block of voters. Like, why not appeal to them? Yeah, I'm going to say this is Obama's fault. I want to <laughs> I just I want to backtrack 30 seconds and poke some holes in the Joe Biden thing. Yeah, maybe <laughs> with with we'll, di- digitally. We'll, we'll start from number one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he knew he was 76 out of 85, and he thought the higher number meant better placement. There's a good chance uh, when he got his... I, I, I cannot fault <laughs> this... I guess we call it logic, but I'm just going to say <laughs> reasoning in air quotes, but I can't fault it. A it, higher number generally does mean better performance. Issue number two. Yeah. He got an F. Yeah. Maybe it stood for fantastic. Okay, I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm, I got, I'm, that only works for me if the no it doesn't even work for the uh, like an A to hey, Z wait grading a second. system even if it said fail maybe because of you know what the DNC accepts money from maybe he thought it's he's too big to fail so it's a good thing he there he couldn't <laughs> fail is what you're saying yeah there's no such thing as failure whenever you fail you just basically double your money somebody pays for you no i to think pass. It, i think it was probably more of a self in like an entitlement like bullshit issue like who's this fucking professor to judge me so you're saying you think man he- i read good words I understand the truth of those words. So, and so I repeated those words, which makes me good because the words were good. Are you saying that our grading system is a form of microaggression? I'm traumatized by it for <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm traumatized by anything that I learned about Joe Biden. He, it's getting better almost every day. I also realize that before people like flip the fuck out about how we're helping Trump, <laughs> I do realize that a lot of this is like partisan attacks that are like coming out. And I don't doubt that she has been enabled by the opposite side to come out and tell a story. Although I will say that the only news organization enabled, has, you mean paid? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The only news organization that has offered to interview her is Fox News and she declined it. And I go because she probably didn't want to give them any airtime. Yeah, or, or, or like think she, that it was, or, or she's, or she's deep state, and she knows that she needs to not do what they. She needs to make no, it no, look no. like if, it's not partisan. But she also realized, okay, Fox is going to come with an agenda. Yeah, they're going to bring up that one time that I kissed that girl, and then they're going to, you know, question my <laughs> behavior Katie altogether Perry, and like, my what? memory. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just whatever. Like you know, just um. Anyway. So I probably declining to be interviewed by Fox is more of like a psychological self-preservation tactic. Like I don't yeah. really want to kill myself next week. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to, you know, that's pretty much what it's going to need to happen if I want to stop, well, you know, seeing this is the like, people on my fucking lawn. Is this not a major story? And the news organizations that are fearing that this will damage their front runner for their, you know, their party, They're so afraid of that that they won't even give voice to the allegations after, like, I admit, Kavanaugh was most obviously a fucking rapist. Like, for sure, without a doubt. He's done some shit. They, 
they're solely responsible for whatever fucking thing that was. So the so the the problem that that I see with this whole thing yeah. is they are trying they're they're trying to put a candidate who cannot win on fucking life support which exposes their delusions about the the, the power that he had. This is like there's no fucking way. And it's not because I want Trump to win. If that guy, you know, um, drove a car off of a bridge into a river and, you know, accidentally died himself instead of killing the car's passenger, Mm -hmm. that'd be okay for me. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, hashtag, I believe Joe Biden should commit Harry Carey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Lack of, he's got no moral rectitude, so there's no way he'd ever do something like that. But the, but the, but the, like, you guys, you're, you're backing a candidate who can't win once again. Well, because even if he I mean, yeah, won. I get it. Hillary won, but whatever. <laughs> I'm starting to think, and I know I use sports analogies here because you guys don't understand them. Um, <laughs> team, team sports I, analogies. I, I, I do believe but that I, is why you use them because we don't understand. We just have to let you have the floor. I'm starting to think that people that, you know, the people that really believe in politics where they go, I am Republican, I am Democrat, are really, really unintelligent sports fans. Meaning, when a sports team gets a new player that's supposed to be the star or the thing, Buccaneers. When they are not, yeah. Tom Brady reference. See, I got you. When when that person, no, is not, I got you <laughs> by proving that I actually do <laughs> sometimes pay attention. Yeah, to I got sports. another one for you. You're saying what we're doing to Trump is like kicking a home run. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for him, T- touchdown. <laughs> Oh, hey, yeah. R.I.P. Tom Dempsey. But sports fans can see a player and be like, he's the thing. And then the next year he shits the bed and they go, get that guy the fuck off my team. Go yeah. ahead. Give me the distance. 420 yards. <sighs> For fuck's sake. A football field is only 100 <laughs> yards long. Plus I didn't a little even mean bit. to say 420. It's yeah. just ingrained in my head at this point. That's <laughs> just so high. That really did mean to come out with that number. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, that would be a game right there. A 420-yard football field. I'm into it. Because. Endurance sports. Endurance sports. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You ran down this end. Now you got to go all yeah. the way back or it doesn't count. And the quarterbacks get exoskeletons so they can actually throw the ball that far. Ooh. I was going to say Dude. they should all wear weighted vests. Because <laughs> I hear that's some kind of no, they metric need... for improving fitness. So, Only in quarantine. So is wearing a mask. <laughs> Oh, and so masks. I think everybody has to wear a mask. <laughs> yes, yes. Spe- yeah, like full face. Yeah. Like this has to be super safe. Just Everyone, gloves and a mask. Firefighting equipment. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've driven down the highway here lately, Mark, but uh, they are saying that wearing a mask is synonymous with wearing a seatbelt in a car accident. That's how useful they are. Hi. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, so the, my seat, wait, wait, my, wait, wait, me wait, wait. wearing a seatbelt doesn't save another person's life. That's where they're fucking and wrong. Neither does the mask. Back to <laughs> quit poking holes in their logic. Back Sorry. to the original topic of food and starvation. Ah, motherfucker. Okay, let's do it. The one time you want to be on track. Yeah, shocker. I don't want to talk about football. <laughs> he just he just didn't appreciate the size of our rabbit hole, Keegan. That's fair. Four hundred and twenty yards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crossfitter. Uh, <laughs> the idea, like. I, I have to come back to this because it, there, there's a bunch of like you mentioned the sci- the mask thing, and I think that's on topic. There, there's very little science going on, and I don't think people realize that just because you are a scientist does not mean you are doing science. 
Like the whole shutdown, the, the whole mandatory governments should make people stay home. That is not based in science. That is based on modeling. Right. It's based on the first step of science, which is to fucking guess. So I just need to put something out there. We're going to come right back. I need to be able to call my sci myself a scientist. If anybody of the four of you that listen to our podcast are involved in some kind of university, could be a you know community college also, um, who could give me an honorary degree in sociology of some kind mm. based on my lengthy, i.e. I'm old, study of my fellow men uh, of mankind, um, if you'd give me an honorary degree in social sociology so I could call myself a social scientist, I'd deeply appreciate it. I'd or like a to socialist have some, scientist. A socialist scientist. I'd work too. I mean, as long as it's an anarcho-socialist. Thank you, Jonathan, for that. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and, and I'd like to have some letters after my name so people take me more seriously. Okay, back to it guessing. It should just be like Mark Twight, F you. <laughs> 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 that's that's redundant. I say my name. Frederick University. Hear, Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, it is. Frederick of... Douglass University. I could be down with that. Frederick Douglass. Fredericks of Hollywood's and, University. Okay, I'm a bit more inclined to go down on that, but I mean, with that, excuse me. Um, gosh, I apologize deeply. Please go back to like guessing. First step of science is to guess. First step, to to take a look at, take a look at a problem and hypothesize something. Well, guessing, estimating, whatever is like that's like a what if. That usually happens after two beers, but some people call it science. Um, and then they set out to prove said guess or disprove it. Right? That's science. Yeah, and I forgot where I was going with it. So okay. Um, so you, you were saying that not a lot of science, despite people who consider themselves scientists or others regard as scientists, um, despite all of that, not a lot of science was going into this, you know, basically everything that's happening. Keegan mentioned the masks, which were not equivalent to seatbelts, as I pointed out. Um, we had been talking about animals being euthanized because um, of, a, of a blockage in the uh, supply chain, let's say, and that blockage happens to be processing. It started focusing on pigs because apparently those were the first um, processing plants that voluntarily shut down after pe many people oh, tested sorry. positive. I thought you were talking about fingers. Americans. That's meat. That, <laughs> that meat has already been packed. He, he meant pork. Yeah. That's politicians. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember where I was going. God damn it. Leaving me to fucking shoulder the whole load again. Um. <laughs> I feel like you're heading in, in the direction of letting people know that there's not actually science currently stating that social distancing is the thing or will be a thing that works or anything proving what a mask does. Well, obviously, like to spread a disease, not interacting with other humans is effective. But there's no science to say that will kill less people than isolating human beings that don't interact with other human beings. Right. I think there's anecdotal evidence to prove the opposite. Yeah. I mean, who, like, again, the, this is what bothers me about the quote unquote science and how people are just sciencing all over the fucking sciencey world is like, it's proved the scientists are saying we need to do this. The best people in the world, Fauci, whoever, like the CDC, the who, the who, uh, all. The band, The Who, would be awesome if they were telling us what to do. <laughs> it actually makes sense, probably. It would make more sense. <laughs> and there'd be a nice little tune to go right. with it. It'd be and catchy. You could, like, smash some guitars and shit. I'd be into that. Yeah. The, the, the biggest problem, like, 
I just want people like Google mortality rates on COVID-19 and you cannot get a clear fucking answer. It's almost as if nobody wants to put the numbers together. Not that there's a conspiracy or that there's it's less deadly than the flu or whatever. It's just for some reason you can't get a clear fucking answer. The momentum is gone so far down a particular road yes. that if they walk it back now they will have to admit that they were wrong, right? caught up in the hysteria of the moment, as many were, all of them other human beings. So at least we're you know in the same boat on that. But, but this is, you will never see a politician admit wrongdoing, admit that they didn't have the fucking answer. And they will commit, and I'm going to say atrocities, which cause trauma later, um, in order to maintain the illusion of their rightness. And it's a fucking human nature issue. And, 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 you know, it took me decades before I was willing to ever admit that I was wrong about something that, that from which I did not benefit. Hmm. Right. If it was to my benefit, I admitted wrongdoing. If I didn't, if it didn't benefit that, then fuck it. I'm going full steam ahead. In fact, I'll cut off my nose to spite my face as long as I don't ever have to admit that I'm wrong. And this is what I see happening right now. And the and it, 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 I can't believe in a fucking conspiracy, Un, even though that was something else that, you know, is part of my past. I honestly thought Vince Foster um, <laughs> got killed by somebody else. So that YouTube video we watched with Dr. Dan Erickson. Yeah. Was that his name? It, well, Erickson for sure. Erickson. Erickson yeah, OK. Yeah. Dr. Erickson. Yeah. The guy in Bakersfield. D. Erickson. Dr. Okay. Erickson. <laughs> I, that seemed to me at least like an attempt to start putting numbers together, at least based off what he saw and then using at least what he could find out in the world. And then that was subsequently taken off of YouTube. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, and like people wanted to point to the fact that he couldn't extrapolate data from his 5,000 whatever numbers but he didn't he was taking numbers isolated from new york taking right. numbers from italy taking numbers from china but and if he was you, coming up with okay but if you can't extrapolate mm-hmm. from a small experiment or gathering of data then statistics doesn't fucking exist statistics doesn't exist and fucking science doesn't exist totally. i'm sorry <laughs> folks like it you can't have it well yeah you can't have it both ways you can have it always if you go to the drive-up window yeah. at what point does a statistic become i mean after n of one it's a statistic yeah now there there's the rule of large numbers and the rule of, of small numbers and like obviously the bigger you get the more you start to see a, a more accurate or clear picture yes. that being said too much is actually an unclear picture yeah so i i mean because I of other what do you say con- confounding factors yeah so uh, yeah. uh dr peter teeler brought this up the other day and i thought it was really interesting peter atia atia yeah he, he can't listen to anything that guy says <laughs> because he had an opiate addiction problem going through school Right, he's admitted to it on his podcast. On the podcast, he's on Joe Rogan. Uh, that means everything that he has ever said in his life is wrong, because of that one thing. Oh wait, yeah. oh sorry, I'm arguing the other side's point. Excuse yep. me. Well, <laughs> you stupid fucks. He tends to be from from the isolation camp. He's like, we just need to isolate and figure it out. Uh, but he's well, he's a fucking endurance athlete. He swims in the ocean by totally. himself for long periods of time. Of course, he's an isolationist. Yeah, I, and that. Sorry. Makes sense to to some degree. 
but he gave the example of like looking at these stats. Yes, it. I mean, I think most people realize it is not as deadly as we thought two months ago. So uh, therefore, I, therefore, does that mean? That it's not as deadly as we thought, or that social distancing is working. That's what I was going to say. Well, and, and oh, most sorry, people that no, are, no, yeah. most people that are advising, like Sam Harris said this a couple weeks ago, is like that. You know, one of the confounding problems is if social distancing works and there's not as many deaths, the people who were against social distancing will be see it wasn't that dangerous. You run into a paradox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Admittedly, but. The only other answer is to kill everybody and to let the rails off and say, see, I told you but so. But it's not going to be everybody. <laughs> of course not, because we're not all unhealthy and have comorbidities, which is who this disease really affects negatively. So should we... Now, I didn't chase this down because you know I'm into the headlines and then making a decision based on that, as are most people, mm. right? But I, I watched the video. I can't read. I got trouble reading. <laughs> So I like video myself. Um, so uh, scientists, yeah, people are all too willing. Like when you look at somebody who's highly educated mm -hmm. and you take their opinion at face value, there's a couple of reasons that happens. Either you're relatively educated yourself and you have a high regard for the academic system and, and the types of things that people can learn and become expert in. Mm -hmm. Or you're stupid as fuck. And those people have been telling you that they know better than you their, your whole life. And so you just accept it at face value mm -hmm. because they're saying that shit. So when this Newsweek article, which then I saw the video about, talking about um, scientist health official in chief right now, the Mr. Fauci, um, being involved in gain of function tests mm -hmm. of bat-borne coronaviruses, <laughs> yeah. actually providing funding for same, Taxpayer yeah. funding, because if the NIH is funded by anybody, it's by the taxpayers in this country. Right. Um, and this is going back a long fucking time, yes. as far as I can tell, because it got shut down in 2014 here, 2014 13, here, but yeah. then reinstated in 2017. Yes. So, I mean, the testing had been going on for two to three years Just, ahead of 2014. Um, if that's true, then why would I like... Can I not be slightly suspicious of everything that comes out of his mouth now? Can I not look at it and think that, okay, yeah, correlation, causation, uh, maybe, you know, left hand, right hand doesn't know what the other's doing, but as a scientist, you ought to fucking know what the whole system is doing. So just real quick, the, yeah. when it opened back up in 2017, yeah. where did it open up? Wuhan, China. Okay. Oh, it just start, yeah, but it had been going on, but the, but the, the testing... Um, these the, the, those particular tests, as far as I can tell from the Newsweek article, again I didn't try and find corroboration from another news source, etc. Um, but it sounded that testing had been going on in Wuhan prior to it had been shut down in 2014 until enough people got together, enough people, enough scientists, academics, politicians, whoever, human beings from all walks of life who were you know uh, aware of this issue said hey this is super fucking dangerous what you're doing this kind of testing um and, and it should be stopped unless you know and maybe it's not a stopped unless or whatever um so they enough of them accumulated into a loud enough singular voice in 20, in uh, 2014 to have those experiments stopped again this is not this is maybe i've only got one layer of tinfoil hat here whatever 
Newsweek. I mean, do you trust him? Do you not? Who gives a fuck? Um, but stuff that should be thought about. So they didn't have, by 2017, there weren't enough saying the same thing with a loud enough voice to keep those tests dormant. And so those laboratory experiments, testing, et cetera, um, started up again. Yep. You could tie that to a particular, mm-hmm. you know, political party. You could tie it to a bunch of other shit. It's just like, hey, the voices were loud enough. People were smart enough. People, other people had large enough ears that they could hear and they were able to shut it down. That went away. It got started again. And then, and, 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 so, and here we are now. Who gives a fuck how it happened? Yes, blah, blah, blah. It's here. We need to deal with the present. Think about the future, not, you know, sort of hold people responsible for their actions in the past, except for Joe Biden. Um, no, wait, 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 wait. If, if, if the outbreak in function is part of this research, that's really important, like, to understand that he's also directing our reaction to the thing that they created. That they created, yeah. Oh, so maybe I should be somewhat skeptical about what the scientists are saying. And if I come from the fitness industry, I'm always like the scientists never figure it out first in terms of athletic performance. That was they, my point, they actually, that I was going to talk always about, right? try to, you know, prove it and figure out why later. But the performance is demonstrated by people who are not scientists physically, psychologically on the ground when they are performing. And then scientists come along and say, oh, wow, I can get some free fucking money from some organization somewhere to figure out why these Individuals were able to do X better than, faster than, more than other people. Is it diet? Is it training? Is it, you know, a genetic issue? Is it, you know, blah, blah, blah. The scientists only come in and try to verify later. After, yeah. But the people Validate. always prove it first, and it's not happening in this particular case. And yeah, we're talking about um, using athletic performance, physical fitness, whatever, as uh, a, a metaphor. Um but you could use for this other but, industries. But, but, I could, but you could use fucking any other industry except when the scientists finally have a platform. So, well, that's the problem with the academia versus doers is has always been an issue because it. Oh, yeah. It in function is only relating to studying the thing that already exists. Invention and technology was part in on part of doing, not on part of science. It was it, it was tinkering. Scientists do not tinker. Zero to one is considerably different than 0.98 to one. Right. Scientists do 0.98 to one. Yeah. Artists, creative, great athletes. Yeah, they fuck around and they figure things out. And and this is the, this is my problem with trying to understand like with with the with the idea of like it's anti science, it's anti this, it's anti like, who cares at some point? Like we were fine actually. Science yeah. is a really great tool. And like any great tool, you can fuck things up with it, too, because then it, it gets the perception that's infallible. Oh, it's scientifically proven. Like the thing that I posted last night on the like what the CDC recommends for exercise, exercise. is based on exercise for weight loss in obese fucking individuals. They came up with if they exercise twice a day for five minutes, not the it's, group that that it, did an hour didn't show any more improvement. So therefore, you don't need to work out more than five minutes. Also, this five minutes had to be highly intensed in order to get a reaction. Yeah. So they're first talking about a domain. Training for five minutes was the basically the 
the objective of the article to tell people that if you train past this, it's not worth anything. They're going to use the number that is easiest for the stupid people to understand in order to prove the hypothesis. Just like, and I was editing the podcast with Vivica uh, yesterday, where we, I was talking about calories. Mm -hmm. Why are calories the thing that we are most concerned about, except for counting them later when right. you're trying to, you know, unfuck how fat you got? Because mm -hmm. then calories aren't valid. But why is that the biggest number on the label of any food product that's out there? Because at some point, scientists thought that was the most important thing right. because it was the thing that the stupidest motherfuckers could understand. So they elevated it despite um, the, you, you know, d d despite all of the arguments against it to the number that people need to respect in order to eat in a particular way. When in reality, and, they should have a food quotient that's a balance of its caloric and nutrient density. And nutrient density, yeah. exactly. But nutrient density is too complicated. So when we tar start talking about instead of time domain, which is super well, easy to ever understand because everybody has a watch or at least they have a fucking phone, they understand time, but they don't understand volume or intensity. And you got to get in the weeds and explain that shit. And that's too much. So the stupid people aren't going to understand. So they just go with the number that is easy to understand, but also does not fucking work. So it, it gets worse. Oh, does it? Because not only do they recommend five minutes of intense exercise later in the article when talking about training uh, efficiently under COVID-19 and not damaging your immune system, they specifically advise not using high intensity training. So they negate their own fucking article. In the same article. In the literal same article. They, they Within don't paragraphs. realize that their reference for the, the study that associated obese people doing the same as, you know, five minutes of training was the same as one hour of training, moderate yeah. training. Uh, moderate, uh, air they, quotes. They include fucking gardening as fucking moderate training. So, and the, the image they have is somebody shooting a basketball from a wheelchair. So, I don't, I don't. Is that person obese? <laughs> Or did they actually lose their legs or the function of their legs? I mean, it would be an inaccurate icon if they were not obese and it had to Point. do with the study. So Point taken. Okay, so they weren't. <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. they were yeah. obese in the study. <laughs> the, I, I, that's just one representation of fucking science shitting the fucking bed. Nobody who trains for an objective trains like that. And if you do train like that, you're even not training for Even a weight loss objective. Even, even the most objective. basic. objective. Yeah, the most basic objective. So... Now that we're under this banner of we got guys, we got to pay attention to the numbers. We got to listen to these scientists. They really know what they're talking about. No one knows what they're fucking talking about. We should be talking to people who survived this and and trying to dig apart their life. Hey, how long have you been active? Hey, what kind of nutrition do you partake in? Even if it's self-reported, it would be better than trying to figure out the randomness of the comorbidities of people that it is actually killing health from a healthy person mm. this is a person who might be studied uh so i guess the head cold slash sinus infection i had from fuck uh, uh, march 15th to 23rd was in fact covid nice I was tested for antibodies a week ago and have a solid positive response. That's someone you want to look at their life and just go, oh, wait, you didn't die from it or even think you were going to die from it? You yeah. you just associate it with a head cold slash sinus infection? Wait, you mean that large demographic that nobody is currently studying for any reason whatsoever? But yeah, exactly. I'll just fucking say it. Who gives a fuck?
about the opinions of the people who died from this? <laughs> I a, know. A, you can't it, ask. It doesn't help anything. B, no one's really looking at and cataloging and logging for whatever reason those comorbidities. You can find any number of people involved in health medical association not the not the for-profit medical companies of course but but involved in public health when they get they get confronted with how are you counting how are you deciding what is a COVID-19 death versus a death that may have resulted from other comorbidities or other accumulated disease etc how are you doing this well if they even if and it was what in New York State where they said even if they didn't test positive we just make the assumption that they died from it because it's a pandemic and we yeah. had to put them on a ventilator that might have killed them. And it's guaranteed but, money. Oh, and yes, there's sort of. apparently, and I don't, you know, there, again, there it's is like, a, a little bit of that. I hear that it's being blown out of proportion. Exactly. And so I don't want to, I don't want to say you're getting paid to classify it as this necessarily, but think of it. It's like so many motherfuckers are dying. You're tired of like, oh man, we got to go through all this other testing to figure out like what was more important and what was less important. And all, and, and the easier thing is to like, Hey, I need to get back to fucking work. So I'm going to just check this box on the piece of paper and, and say it was this and go back to work who, you know, whether there's pressure from the administration, whether there's peer pressure, social pressure, whatever, it might just make things easier. And if we know anything about human beings, they're going to do whatever the fuck is easiest at any given time. So am I, am I getting a little too agitated today? I don't think you're getting. <laughs> okay. I think Sorry, I, I'm out there. I think you right. showed up that so, way. <laughs> so it's just like everyone's lazy. So what happens when Mark sleeps? <laughs> I have a little too much extra. It's true. Um, anyway, uh, in my brain, you mean my brain starts working again? I'm not like the last podcast where I felt like a distant observer because I was, didn't sleep and I was super fucking hungover. <laughs> um, anyway, the... Uh, but uh, okay, g- given the, the the easy option, we are advertised to hit the easy button. You know, it's av- it's like it's a marketing thing. It's a, it's a natural human thing. We are efficiency machines. I'm just like, hey, if I just check this box, I don't have to like do go through all these other processes in order to be exactly accurate. They're gonna fucking lose the body anyway, so who cares? Um, and but now I can get back into that place where you know I can actually do some good as opposed to filling out fucking paperwork. Of course, I'm gonna check that box. Anyway, hey, I'm sorry for grandma, uh, but we're studying the wrong thing. We're afraid of the wrong thing. And looking, you know, having a discussion, looking at someone's lifestyle who survived, looking at the age bracket, the demographic, everything that came before, someone who experienced it, tested positive for the antibodies later, which is science of all things, um, that demonstrates that he was exposed and survived and is in fact a healthy human being, but his only symptoms, which, you know, negative symptoms, because apparently many are asymptomatic all the way through, um, his symptoms were such that he thought he had a head cold. I want to study those people. I want to understand. You want to open up the economy, get back to work, quit studying the shit that Quit studying the people who are not contributing to the fucking economy in the first place unless you consider, um, you know, all the pharmaceuticals that they have to buy or have to have their insurance companies pay for. Yeah, that's contributing to one segment of the economy, but probably not the relevant one. Don't study those motherfuckers. Ignore them. Let them die. I said it. 
hit me with a direct message at WFMFT about the callousness of my opinion. And then we can just compare the number of deaths that have personally affected us in our lifetimes. And that'll be a different discussion. Let's study the stuff that could actually improve the outcome as opposed to evading what is real and affects most of the people, um, apparently about 99.8% of them. I have a prediction. Lay it on me. Um, so Sorry. What, what you're generally talking about is survivorship bias, which is like the airplanes came back and they had holes in them. So they, they armored their airplanes where the holes were and they went back and that didn't help anything. And they realized, well, the airplanes made it. They didn't need to study <laughs> how to make plans. them do, right. do, do they, the same right. again. They so came back. It becomes the same thing where we're like, well, they yeah. made it. Don't worry about them. Except in the opposite manner. So they didn't make it. What killed them? Every fucking decision that led up to this tipping point. It could be, but my prediction is that in 10 years, Malcolm Gladwell will have some fucking book out that'll be like, aha, duh, we were so fucking stupid. 10 works, 10 months, motherfucker. Yeah. That guy is productive. <laughs> he really is, actually. And he recognizes a niche and exploits it when he sees one, <laughs> which I don't dis- I don't disagree with, but I- I'd say it's more like 10 months. <laughs> yeah, it could be. But... But, but you're right. The airplanes came back. This is the World War II analogy. This yeah. is uh, bombers from Britain flying yeah, yeah. into Europe and stuff. Yeah. You don't need to do anything. They came back. Yeah. Yeah. The one guy. Um, yeah. The ta- tail, tail gunner didn't they... get killed, but the guy, the nose gunner did. B-29, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, whatever. Like, Or you reinforce the, like, the, the, the reasoning for that took a mathematician, a probabilist, to be like, no, these ones came back. Therefore, the holes that are in it, we ignore. And the holes that are not in it, we armor doubly. Because if they came back without damage to the, to the parts that actually mattered, yeah. then we double up on reinforcing the parts that matter. Which means we double up on the effort of people who are surviving and we try to understand their lifestyle. We already know that it's obesity and diabetes and, and it's actually and copd and yeah but dot 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 weirdly enough it is not asthma well which affects the lungs right huh because it's not a respiratory disease but th- these are like the interesting things that nobody and is saying apparently there's an incidence of um smokers being less affected yeah, well, that might actually... So there's an incidence of smokers having high VO2 maxes because actually there's a hormetic effect from smoking. When you slowly but increasingly put damage towards tissue, we are, as Taleb would say, anti-fragile, and yeah. we compensate for that. That's what yeah. fitness is. Everybody just go start smoking. <laughs> I mean, so, wasn't that the first so warner? I, I, actually, was, so I, um, 86, my first trip to the Himalayas, um, I was sitting in a, uh, a tea house in Lukla and ran into two uh, Scottish climbers. Sandy Allen was one of them, and he was with another guy who unfortunately died, I think, on Pachermo later, um, whose name escapes me, but he had a profound effect on my thinking for a long time, uh, mostly because it was convenient for me. But um, <laughs> I said, Mal... Isn't it Malcolm? God damn it. Somebody who, remo- who remembers um, Scottish high altitude climbers from the 80s 
hit me so I can give credit in the later podcast. But but he told he was smoking a fucking cigarette. He was smoking the Yak brand, a local Nepali cigarette. And I'm like, dude, that's going to fuck with your altitude adaptation. He said, no, you're wrong. It actually helps me. And he went on to talk some bullshit about why he was not going to stop smoking mostly. But I was just like, and then later I, you know, kind of dug into that same trip, met some dudes that came back um, from uh, one of the trekking peaks and had all these, um, you know, a bunch of people who worked in, you know, who had enough money. You're buying, you're, you know, in the 80s, if you had enough money to buy a slot on a trip to the Himalayas to climb a 6,000 meter peak or whatever, you're probably from a fairly specific demographic. And this is something that I actually wrote about in my first book, um, Extreme Alpinism, because it had to do more with the psychological sort of well-being of certain people. But there was a number of doctors and lawyers who had done their training perfectly and like abstained from all, you know, forms of, you know, all vices, et cetera, in, in their lives, you know, ahead of this trip because it was the big thing that they were going to do in their life and they were going to talk about it later and become, you know, better human beings in the eyes of their friends and all that shit. But um, everybody on that trip failed except for the two dudes that I met that were um, did roofing for a living in Boulder, Colorado. One of them was an avowed occultist, which I was completely down with because we had a nice, nice. talk about uh, Alistair Crowley. Um, but, uh, and, and the guy's kids covered with tass and he's fucking chain smoking in this, in, you know, wherever I met him in his tea house, some other place. And, and I was talking like, like, hey, what was the success rate on your trip? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, there was like 18 of us and we were the only two that made it. All those fuckers, like guy that ran a marathon, the San Francisco marathon last year. Yeah, he fucking failed at whatever altitude. And that other guy, yeah, he was mentally weak, even though he's a lawyer. He's a trial lawyer or whatever um you know all this other stuff and i was just like wait the smoking the chain smoking drug taking drinking occultists were able to achieve the objective while the other people didn't i have one thing to say outstanding hail satan <laughs> you mean the s-e-i-t-a-n Satan, yeah, Satan. The vegetable yeah the vegetable <laughs> or protein. Or the, the plant-based vegetable the plant-based protein. protein yeah grill it i hear it's tasty <laughs> bit chewy not quite like octopus it can be good. i've had it in good instances not that i look for it but man we were going to talk about like the food supply and we were going to do a lot of shit <laughs> point taken <laughs> jesus um I, there is something really weird like speaking of tinfoil hats i it's it's kind of strange to think about how easily like the message of uh, a partisan leaning side either right or left st tends to converge so easily uh towards one singular message like i, I think we can all agree like um uh, you know tech companies tend to be left leaning even even though they make their money based off of right ideals in the financial sector <laughs> but they tend to be you know wait robbing people of their vc <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly oh sorry <laughs> so so there's this part like okay and they have also aligned themselves with this like save the planet by going plant-based thing that tends to be a left-leaning ideal and now you have liberal people um politicians really not lining up to save the factory farmers even though they're trying to quote unquote save lives save lives yeah it doesn't make any sense like it's it's kind of jarring in the same sense. That also being said, there's criticism of people storming a Capitol building in Michigan being armed with vests and masks and they're calling these people terrorists. 
and they're they're blown away that With, these people, really that came up. Somebody there's yeah. actually uh, oh, a, yeah. a cl- calling them terrorists. Yes, that they they're in a, a demand that these people should be arrested. They're terrorists, and if these if these people were black, they would be thrown in prison or shot or worse. My whole idea about what they're doing i totally disagree larping in public to demand something is like a hillbilly thing like you guys aren't doing shit in fact you're giving a really poor example you're giving a poor name to the argument yes by what because by being the messenger by bad association yeah but what they are showing and the, the argument goes like man if they're black whatever or if they were this and then these peaceful protesters they got beat up by cops what you're showing is that violence rules everything. Because they're not getting beaten up by cops because the cops know... There's consequences for fucking with somebody who has the potential for equal violence, which is the exact point of the Second Amendment. And they are proving that it fucking works. And it was also proven uh, in a certain era by some folks who... Um, yeah, they had some problems later. <laughs> got a little too carried away and... <laughs> You know, with the excesses of human behavior, that's a human behavior thing, but um, uh, neighborhood security, it was proven to work by an organization which later became known as the Black Panthers. Yeah, and it was propped up by the CA, but whatever. It, hey, it, <laughs> I'm just joking. I, but but the, the idea that all of those rallies that are just like, you got to disarm them. Like, uh, yeah, we don't want to really go down that road and and regardless of what happened later and how events occurred on you know evolved to discredit that particular organization the idea in the beginning was one of um you know we we, we, our wagons are are in a circle already because Mm -hmm. you've made us live in this one neighborhood um and we can't count on the local law enforcement to look after us. So we're, in fact, they're part of the problem. So we're going to look after our own security. Mm. And when they went to the Capitol to protest, somebody said, you got to, you got to take their guns away. Um, if I remember the first thing, you know, this is old. So, and I'm old, so don't trust my memory, even though you're willing to trust Joe Biden's memory. Um, (laughs) I mean, he is older than me granted. Uh, but, uh, um, they voluntarily disarmed when asked politely to do so in order to attend these this political sort of rally discussion you know whatever negotiation and again events evolved some people got a little too high on power whatever happens human beings that never happens yeah <laughs> um but it, they they did they did prove that and right now yeah nobody's fucking with that arrest them what are you going to do come you know they're on the steps of the capitol in michigan they're they're armed they have guns what are you going to do come with bigger guns that'll also be a demonstration of uh you know the insecurity of i mean it's a ba- I, I totally agree that it's a balance it's a reason that that amendment exists unfortunately it is often expressed by people who can't accurately or effectively communicate the discontent and the fears that they have that are making them, compelling them to behave in a certain way. And so it's super easy to classify, oh, stupid hillbilly. Oh, that's like, you know, right-wing alt, maybe not alt, maybe completely right-wing, one step away from the client, you know, whatever the fuck you want to classify them as to discredit the message but everybody who's discrediting the message is probably still getting a fucking paycheck. 
You're looking at yeah. the essential, i.e. the haves, judging the non-essential, i.e. the have-nots. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I think, do you have anything? Not after that. Not that would be important. <laughs> All right. Dropping the mic. You did. We are uh, done for the day. Thanks for tuning in. I'll try to get less sleep in the future, so I have a little less energy to be fucking angry. And, uh, yeah, until next time. Unless we all die of COVID. <laughs> or it's just a head cold. Could be worse. Yeah. Oh.